What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 103 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? Not a whole lot. We've been recording, or I, at least I've been recording and editing all day today, and I am starting to get brain dead. <laughs> I have not, because uh, Tiff decided she wanted to get out and go to the store after we got like eight inches of snow. So <laughs> my my plan today was to stay home and stream and do all this stuff. And then, uh, nope. you know, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to work because we got all this weather. Uh, Let's go out and to... play in it. She's like, you're going to dog sit for my sister while she was at school. But that's not happening because she's not coming down. So instead, we get to go play in the snow. It's yeah. like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, as much as I would have liked to stay at home and play Pokemon all day, I couldn't. So, yeah. whatever. Um, so, what are we doing this week, man? So, this week, I thought it would be fun to do some top five lists. The format's kind of developed. It's starting to kind of balance out. We know what's really good. We know what's really bad for the most part. And I thought it would be cool to kind of just list off some fun stuff things that we think are good things that we think are a little bit overrated maybe talk about some restricted pairings kind of just hit a bunch of bases and get people prepared for seeing some cool stuff in salt lake city in a couple weeks for sure um for those who aren't aware uh salt lake city regionals uh the registration is open for that you do need to be fully vaccinated and if your vaccination is over seven months old you need to be uh, with your booster shot as well yep. so make sure if you are planning to go to that event you have all that stuff in line uh, mask mandates all that stuff are are also required and i believe uh pokemon put out a thing this week talking about how like local events are also starting to come back right i think so or at least they've updated their code regulations uh they had that stuff kind of already in place but they weren't like saying go play and go do all that stuff yet uh, but this was kind of the first step to getting that stuff started back up for sure. Um, to tag on to all that mask mandates, you have to have a negative test to get in as well. Um, oh, I, I did forget about that. I'm glad you mentioned um, that. I think it's either one PCR or two rapids, um, which you can get the rapids usually at the store. Um but if push comes to shove and you can't get those, you can always go to your local pharmacy or doctor's office. They can probably get you one for something like that. They might, they might not, they might turn you away. So be ready for that and be ready to go and try a couple of different other places. And no, uh, I believe uh, for those who are playing um, the master's division, I think is $50 for, uh, for Utah. So like not completely unreasonable. That's, about what i expected to be honest yeah um and i'm actually really excited i don't know anything about like mss's because i haven't ever played in one um i would like to figure out if we can get like a local scene going because that would actually be really awesome because that's something we don't have yeah that's uh, local we, players uh... consist of me and you <laughs> um yeah that's something that i know like if you went up to kansas city there were very small locals there for like two or four people. Like they didn't really try too hard. Um, I know. Are you in the uh, St. Louis VGC no, uh, Discord? Not. I am not. So they've been they've been after this came out. They were talking about how they were in talks with like their stores up there to 
uh, get events firing again and everything else. So um, really, really excited to have all that coming back. I'm unfortunately not going to drive three hours for a, a local event. Yeah. Um, because that's not very local in my eyes, but you know, whatever. We might um, be able to get our LGS to maybe do it, but it'd be yeah. Uh... That's that's the idea. Um, I would I would obviously like to talk to them about it and see be like, hey, can this be something that we do? Uh, the downside is is like, I think it'd work really well, like Friday afternoon. But again, that's specifically for like me. Uh, you know, where my schedule works out for that, but not everyone else's may not. So who knows? Um, obviously Friday night, they have magic Saturday. They already have league play for the TCG yep. and I'd, I'd love to go play in that, but I work Saturdays. So it's just not an option for me, unfortunately. Yep. So maybe doing a, a weekday evening thing, uh, maybe after like four o'clock, something like that, because it wouldn't have to be. It wouldn't take too terribly long. Games usually no, go no, it wouldn't. Quick. Especially if we can actually, uh, especially like the first month or so, just be like, all right, you know, here's what these are. Um, you'll actually get a crowd coming to them, even if it's just eight people. That's still more than what we had before. So yeah, I would like to, but I'm not sure if that's uh, an actual possibility or anything else. So. You know, obviously something I'm going to talk to them when when I go up there. So, yeah, uh, push comes um, to shove. I'm pretty sure somewhere in Kansas City would probably do it. For sure, for sure. So, top five lists. Let's get in these top five lists here. And you know, I'm assuming in the nature of top five lists, we're going to do honorable mentions and then five to one. Yes, that is okay, how this works. Good, good. I wanted to make sure because some people. Uh, do you listen to Brainstorm Brewery? No. So it's a magic finance podcast uh <laughs> i put that I very love, loosely I love, the, I love the big air quotes there <laughs> but like that's what it used to be all about is like you know using magic to make money blah 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 but anymore it's just like all the guys telling stories and like they still do their segments which are their finance aspect but it's just like you know basically taking whatever wizards is doing at the time and shitting on it so <laughs> it's i mean that's great. what we did for about a year so <laughs> yep um, I think I think all magic podcasts have become that now. But they were they were doing something a while back and uh oh it was it was literally this week uh I guess the newest set is considered the most wordy set of all time. Um and so they're like, "I right, I'm going to read through this list. Number 1 this." And they're like, "Wait, you can't start a top 5 list at number 1. That's stupid. What are you doing?" Yeah. You can't do <laughs> so, that. You know, it, it's really convenient that this week uh, was when I was listening to that, so it just made me think of that. But <laughs> uh, what do we want to start with? We have we have three different lists here. What do you want to start with, man? Uh, let's start with our restricted pairings list here. Um, honorable mentions to go out here. Uh, we built, we both got one essentially. We mm -hmm. kind of came to the consensus on our top fives. That way, we weren't talking about twenty items in like one segment yeah um but our honorable mentions we each get one um what was your honorable mention uh mine is palkia plus basically whatever at this point um i i honestly think that palkia is very good in this format in a format where like zashian is starting to potentially drop play rough for other attacks such as like substitute or like wild charge depending on the build 
um, where Zashin is starting to drop this fairy coverage, you can actually really see that Palkia lines up pretty well into like the rest of the format. You know, being able to take resistive hits from Kyogre, um, ignoring Intimidate from from Incineroar, and just like punching in extremely hard. Uh, like Eliki obviously still dunks on you, but you also don't have anything that like triggers Defiant on on Thunderous for the most part. So like, I think Palkia is really underrated. And I'm just not sure exactly what to pair with it at this point to make it into the top five, basically. Well, the obvious answer would be Zacian, right? I, I, I mean, that that really is true. And, like, even even when we were going through this list, it's just like, all right, we can't have all five of these be Zacian teams. I mean, so like, we can. Th- we, but... in, in reality, it's literally Zacian plus pl- pick a restricted. But for the sake of, like, content, I don't think that's good content. Yeah. Um, we kind of had to reach a consensus on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zacian is on this list a lot, but not as, not as much as it probably should be. Correct. <laughs> um, your honorable mention. Uh, my honorable mention is Xerneas plus Groudon. I think, um, Xerneas has a lot going for it right now. Um, the fact that there is a second restricted to pair alongside this thing means that you can have a maxable restricted and then Xerneas be a non-max restricted, kind of like how you treat Zacian mm-hmm. or Zamazenta or Eternatus on your teams. Um, and I think the fact that Xerneas just lines up decently well into Kyogre if it gets its Geomancy boost up. Kyogre's not really doing a whole lot into this thing, which kind of helps Groudon out a little bit. Uh, and then the games where Zacian's there, Groudon checks that really, really well. So they kind of go to go back and forth with each other. There's real good things and real good synergies there. So that's my honorable mention. I don't know where the team's supposed to be at right now. I have a showdown team built, and it is terrible. Um, there's there's nothing good about that team, unfortunately. That's uh, a pairing that I've been wanting to work on and just have not sat down and actually played games with is like Xerneas plus uh Groudon, Xerneas plus like Ho-Oh. Um just really anything that can like take a stab hit from anything that can like reasonably take it while switching in into the Xerneas slot. Mm-hmm. Um Cali Shadow is like another really common one to pair with Xerneas because like you're just like super hyper offensive and then once that goes down you have Xerneas in the back that can set up on them. So yeah. I think it's I think Xerneas is good. I think it's really hard to play in a format where the top Pokemon is 60% played, and it one-shots you. Yeah, you definitely have to play around Zer- uh, Zacian really, really well. Yeah. Um, which, honestly, it's easy enough to do. Uh, Zacian checks a lot of Restricteds really well, and you have to eventually learn how to play around them anyway. I, Dude, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think Zacian just should not be legal in like future formats i i just, just cut it it's so <laughs> oppressive man it really is series 13 before we get gen 9 is a ban list where zacian incineroar kyogre regilecki and grimstar all are taken off the game <laughs> just, <laughs> just like, cut them all yep take the they take the top 10 from uh from both singles and doubles and just cut them yep let's see if we did that we lose those five thunderous venusaur rillaboom Landers and Amoongus. So, like, <laughs> here's here's every check for Kyogre, as well as Kyogre itself. Here's Zacian, plus, like, everything that goes well with it. <laughs> yep. Just take them all out. Um, um, let's see. I would like to see... 
if we take Battle Stadium singles, Ditto gets banned. <laughs> I saw Ditto. I saw Zapdos. Um, Urshifu, Dark, Yveltal, uh, No Landorus. Mm, no Lando. Mimikyu and Ho-Oh. Ho is number 10. Eternatus stays in because it's number 11. Hell yeah. So we lose <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. 5 restricteds? 5 restricteds. I'm pretty okay with that. Yeah. You can just take Cali uh, Shadow with six. you, too. Uh, no, no, yeah, because Cali Shadow actually holds on. Yeah, Cali Shadow holds on, but you can just take it with you. That's fine. Yeah, sure. Take it with you. Landers is on there twice. You go ahead and just ban Cali Shadow too. Yeah. Ban ban like the three genies. <laughs> just just let's roll back to series five and just have the extended decks, no legends, no restricted. Just a oh, fair and square man. format, man. That was so much fun. What what didn't we have that in... That was our draft league, um our fair and square draft league. That was the one man. just before this one. Man, that format was really good. Yeah, that was. It, a... it was really enjoyable to play. It's like if you take RTT and just make it a little stronger. But like, I also really like the the power level that uh, Redeem the Trash is at currently. Mm-hmm. Like removing weakness policy is also a really big deal, and I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Um, I think the only other change you could probably make to change the power balances a little more is ban like Life Orb and Eviolite. I think if you ban one, you had to ban the other. Uh, if um, you ban Eviolite, the power level goes way down. Yeah, a lot of these not like, not fully evolved bonds get much worse. Things like Torcat are just like whatever at this point. Yeah, they're not usable really at all. Yeah. So I, I don't see Eviolite ever getting banned. I can see Life Orb just because I think it is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I also could see, like, I think RTT without uh dynamax would be really interesting too yeah i think that'd be a really fun format yeah it's like dpp style and just punch them yeah so we're um, getting sidetracked here though (laughs) number five (laughs) uh number five is kind of off the wall um lunala groudon so i don't know how much you've seen of these lunaladon teams they're starting this to one pick this up. one is all you 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 were very adamant about putting this one on the list uh so they're not very common mainly due to the fact that kyogre kind of just eats crowd on alive cali shadow kind of eats lunala alive but what they do they they work together really well um one of the big things that is missing from most of these teams is like good trick room answers if you mm-hmm. look at Zacy and Yveltal teams, they're mostly all fast. If you look at Zacy and Kyogre, all fast. Calyrex Zacian, all fast. So having things like Lunala and Groudon means that you can play a slower, longer game plan with things like Wide Guard and Gravity. If you want to do like Dusclops things there, there's some synergies with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is number five because I think this is where the format is heading into trying to deal with things like this. Where the game gets slowed down a lot, your damage gets reduced because things like Grimmsnarl exist, and you kind of have to draw this game out a little bit longer, and things like Lunala and Groudon can shine a little bit more. So, in in that same vein, um, at number four, I have Kali Ice plus Kyogre, and the everything that you're saying about like Lunala, I think is very true for Kali Ice. 
Um, except that Kelly Ice uh punches really 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 hard too. you just go burr right you just click yeah, the buttons like, and just go click trick room click blow them up <laughs> exactly like and... that's that's the combination uh and like you can still have a fast mode with like kyogre plus tornadus which is obviously very good something we've seen for years at this point mm-hmm. but i think adding in uh calyrex is like a slow mode really does change the the pace of gameplay and can really just abuse these uh these setups where like sure they have zashian but they can't really attack into me because if they do they just get blown up first because i underspeed them yeah so like sure you are you are threatened by zashian uh incineroar obviously is a big problem for you as well but like just trigger your policy and then KO something, and next thing you know, Incineroar's minus one doesn't matter. You you can still just one-shot them. And, and Kyogre checks Incineroar really, really well. Mm-hmm. Like, like if, that's, if, if you're worried about them leading uh, Zacian Incineroar, lead Kyogre instead and blow them up. Yeah, just lead the Kyogre and it just takes care of it. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's like having that slow and that fast build, that works with Lunala Groudon too, because you get things like Venusaur. Yep, you exactly. You get to play exactly. the fast game with Venusaur and can pivot around with that. And um, my big issue with the Sun teams right now, and why I think they're a little bit worse than everything else, in just in general, is just the sheer fact that you're really reliant on your moves to hit. Like, if you're not feeling lucky that day, don't play Sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very accurate. Like you have um, to hit every single move. Every move you hit matters, and every time you miss, it puts your puts that game just farther out of reach. I I think it was in the Rumble. I played against a Sun team that had Hurricane Charizard. It's like, how lucky are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> like well, obviously old, you want uh... you want the the most powerful airstream, so playing Hurricane makes sense. But at the same time. I don't Yikes. think the ten. I don't think the ten base power is worth it, man. At no. that point, I don't think it's worth it. I almost lost that game because Hurricane got the confusion, and I hit myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It 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 came down to uh, my Incineroar living on eight HP to pick up the KO on their Thunderous. <laughs> well, there you go. You got it. It was it was a really good game. Um, it was it, that tournament was really fun. Yep. So. Uh... Uh, from here on out, uh, I feel like everything we say about Zacian is going to be pretty obvious. So, uh, these last three pairings are all Zacian teams, yep. and I feel like their role in the team is all pretty standard. So, I feel like we're just going to talk about the uh, extra the restricted that's paired with them, and like what they add in in like team preview and team build as well. So, uh, moving in at number three is Zacian Kali Shadow. So obviously this this duo is just hyper offense to a T, super duper fast, outspeeds pretty much everything outside Regieleki. Uh if you have Tailwind, you just go even faster. Um neither really have to Dynamax to do their thing, so you get to play really strong like G Max options like um like Blastoise, like Charizard, like Colossal and things like that, where you can do chip damage, or you can play things like Lapras. And get that Aurora Veil up, draw the game out a little bit longer, help your Kali Shadow survive more hits and things like that. 
the the other thing that this duo is able to do really well um, is it's just like the the common pairing for your Weezing Gigas teams as well because they really want to turn off all your abilities and like you know the abilities on Calyrex and Zacian don't really matter all that much in hindsight like or you can do the thing with like Zacian have Intrepid Sword activate switch in Weezing turn it off and then and turn then, it back on yeah get it turned back on to get another boost as well um it's basically playing with ditto in the in a sense where you're able to get two boosts instead of one off of your ability um cali mm-hmm. shadow also is just like like you said pretty pretty efficient um able to play it with like whimsicott usually as your tailwind setter for the most part because fake tears is also very powerful yep. um if it facilitates his uh, with Regieliki as well in that sense. Um, speaking of like strong Dynamax targets, because you have Zashin on your team, you're going to be weak to Intimidate, so you can play like Thunderous as a Defiant Mon and just like really incentivize them not to bring Incineroar, which beats up uh, Cali well, Shadow, beats up Zashin and <laughs> uh, like completely ball- walls uh, Cali Shadow. So you know having having something to incentivize them not to bring Incin is really good. In in the same vein, that's why like you were talking about with uh with Blastoise, it does something very similar where it just incentivizes them not to bring Incineroar because it's just going to end up getting one shot basically. Yeah. I uh, think I, I think that's like a pretty good descriptor of like what that pairing's trying to do for the most part. Oh yeah, and like it's very on its face, like what it's wanting to do. Like it's obviously like we're gonna go go to go fast, we're gonna hit you really hard. Um, what's great about that pairing too is like Cali S is just really good into opposing Zacians as well. You're usually carrying Sash, so you'll take one hit for sure. Mm-hmm. You outspeed them every time, so you can get like a Will O Wisp off into them. Um, so definitely can uh, take advantage of a lot of what's going on with Cali Shadow and the Zacian combo and just push your advantage even more. Next, so then, um, in in a very similar vein of you know, click the button, do the thing. Uh, number two, we have Zashian Kyogre. Yeah, this one's a little bit more iffy. Haha, <laughs> do uh, the thing. Yeah, <laughs> like this one. This one, there's no, there's no Will O Wisp. There's no support moves you really want to play. You kind of just want to click the button, go fast, blow them up, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed that bulky Kyogre starting to make a good appearance is a little bit more common thing, but yeah, the the assault vest Kyogre version is like at a seventeen percent here. Mm-hmm. Uh, leftovers is down here at nine percent according to Picolytics at this point. So Which... playing bulky ogre is like a thing of my nightmares, and I hate it. <laughs> uh, like those are starting to become more common. Um, but. Most of the time with these sets, you're like Mystic Water or Sea Incense mm-hmm. or Choice Scarf. Just trying to hit everything as hard as you possibly can. Your max targets are usually like... Um, usually like, like Regieliki, like Regieliki uh, Zapdos. Zapdos, stuff like that, yeah. A Rain Abuser may be like Kingdra, Ludicolo, Seismitoad, something like that. Um, um, you could even max Tornadus. Like those yeah. sets, there's sets that Tornadus gets to just sit there and max in front of it. And once, like, once you set Tailwind, you just go burr with like max airstreams and just make sure that you outspeed every time. Yeah, I've been I've been playing uh grass uh grass not tornadoes and it's just like firing off a max overgrowth from tornadoes people just don't expect ever. You just no one sees it coming. 
no and it's it's great into opposing kyogres uh groudon doesn't really care for it and like you even because zacian is fairly heavy like if you get him on the swap it still just does a chunk as well yeah uh one of the cool things about the zacian kyogre teams too is just like how versatile it can be like with your picks mm. Uh, you're never like you're not locked into certain mons. You're kind of locked into certain type fillers. Um, like you want you want a designated grass type. You want a designated electric type. You want a designated tailwind setter. You want a designated intimidator, whatever. Um, and then you have your Zace and your Kyogre, and so mm-hmm. you kind of get to fill this team out into whatever you need it to be. Um, if you really want, like if you're really having problems against things like Zapdos, you can play Landris instead of Incineroar. Mm-hmm. If you're really struggling with like Intimidate, you can play Thundy instead of Zapdos. Um, Tornadus not getting your Tailwinds up fast enough, play Whimsicott. That's an option for you. Um, if you want a second Steel type, you can play Ferrothorn. If Ferrothorn's not good enough, you can play something like Hartana. Or uh, you can even play Venusaur on your rain teams. I've seen that enough to where you can just like, well, I have Heat Wave on my Zapdos. So I can set Sun and then bring in Venusaur. Now Venusaur gets to outspeed everything and do the sleep powder, whatever shenanigans I want it to do. So I feel like the Zacy Kyogre teams are probably some of the more flexible teams. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the restricteds are... They don't need a whole lot to help them get going. Whereas things like Kali Ice wants a Trick Room Setter and kind of kind of reliant on that. Um Calyrex Shadow really needs Tailwind to kind of make sure that you just don't get bopped by opposing Tailwind. So you kind of feel pigeonholed into that. Um, usually Whimsicott's the best one for that. Um, so you're kind of just stuck with that. Whereas like the Zacy Kyogre teams, you can play Tornadus. You can play Whimsicott. You can play Talonflame. You can play whatever Prankster Tailwind setter you want to play and probably be fine for the most part. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I definitely I had this at my number one. Um, and after talking with you, we mutually agreed to move it down to number two. But I I definitely think that this is easily the um the most like one of the easier ones to pick up and play at the very mm-hmm. beginning. Um, it's very beginner friendly while also having a lot of nuance to help you learn the format. Um, I've had, I've had multiple people here lately and they're like, Hey, I haven't played this format. What do I start with? I'm like, this is it. Just play, Just play these duo, yeah. go, go find a rental of this team and play it until, yeah, I would, until you're good. I would a hundred percent recommend this. If you are needing a team to like look at or team to start playing with Zacy and Kyogre is definitely where you want to start. Yep. For sure. For sure. On the on the flip side of that, the number one team I don't recommend for newer players. No, this, uh, this, this team is, is very difficult. This is the one of the probably the harder duos to play with, and that's Zacy and Yveltal. Um, this is one of those teams with a very, very, very high ceiling and a very, very, very low floor. You will either smash everyone if you're really good with it, or lose every single game because you just can't play it. And see, um, I I had been working on uh, Zayshani Veltal for a hot minute for USPA, and I eventually talked myself out of it because I didn't like where uh, the team was ending up. I, I just felt like everything around those two felt very mediocre, and I know you've been playing it for the last like two weeks now, and 
Uh, your version was way better than anything I had going on. I will tell you that for free. Um, and even my version is suboptimal compared to what these teams actually are. So mm -hmm. the reason these teams do so well is because you have a million checks to Zacian, but you also have a million checks to anything that loses that Zacian loses to. Yep. Um, so this team usually is carrying things like Gastrodon, Rodom Heat, uh, Grim Snarl. Um, you're not too worried about where or when you're going to max because a lot of the time you're trying to draw the game out and just chip away at your opponent. That's what Yveltal Zacian is really good at. Is mm -hmm. if Once you get a speed advantage, just chip away at your opponent. Use Snarl, use your screens. Um, in the case of things like Rodom Heat, use Will-O-Wisp. Gastrodon use Yawn. There's a lot of tools that make that team very, very strong. Um, like my my versions using Blastoise. That's an adjustment that I've made that I like more than anything. Um, it's just more just fun stuff for me. But if you mm -hmm. if you do pick this team up, like I know Joe UX9 played and piloted that team really, really well. Um, there was a version with like Bronzong and Tapu Koko on it for a while. That, that, team sounds hot. Really, that team was really cool, um, but there's definitely a standardized version of this team that is just anti-meta, try and just, it, it benefits you for playing really well, but if you play it really badly, you just, just you fall flat on your You face. get bodied. There's, there's no, there's no safety net for this team, like, like a Zacian Kyogre team would have. Like, Kyogre and Zacian or Calyrex and Zacian are really, really good at just having safety nets. You could fall back. And Calyrex Shadow usually will carry you through a game. Uh, Yveltal can't do that. Yveltal's good, but it's not fantastic like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so the reason this is number one is because just the potential for such a high ceiling is is there. But do not recommend playing this like as your first team. If you're going to pick something up, pick up Zacian Kyogre, pick up Calyrex uh, Shadow Kyogre. Uh, Zacian, Calyrex, Eye Kyogre, like all three of those are real good beginner friendly teams. They're very on their face what they're trying to do. Um, Zacian Yveltal, I would if you really want to work on it, work on it by yourself for a very long time. Yep, get get really good with it and be able to answer any question that anyone ever has about it. Yeah. Um. So that brings us to, um. Let's do the. Top five underrated non-restricted Pokemon in this format. This is going to um, be a fun one because there's a lot of underused Pokemon that are really, really cool. So the <laughs> the criteria of what we considered underused uh, was that anything, according to Picolytics, that is, in our opinion, not being played enough based on the percentage that it has. So, yeah. um, you know, just for an example... Uh, Zashian at 60%, you could say, hmm, that's really undervalued because it's the best Pokemon in the game. Everyone should be playing this or have an answer to it in some capacity. Uh, and, I mean, it's it, for the record, for spoiler alert, Zashian is not on this list. That's an exaggeration. Please stop playing it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my honorable mention here is a Pokemon that's very near and dear to my heart, and I've played quite a bit, and I've tried to make work in this format, and that's Entei. Um, Entei, I think, is very unique, um, being able to have access to a lot of very powerful moves, such as, like, Sacred Fire, 
uh, you have extreme speed to be able to pick up KOs. You have access to um, snarl, so you can do like super snarl bros things. That's something that you and I worked on in series seven, eight, whatever. Forever ago whatever at this it point. was, like Incineroar Entei or Incineroar Raikou, whatever it was. Yep, forever ago at this point. It feels like um, it was, at least. You the the sets that I had been playing with were all choice scarf. The problem is is uh, even under choice scarf, you're still being outsped by opposing um, Kyogres in Tailwind because plus two is better than plus one. Who would have ever guessed? So you're not yeah. able to fire <laughs> off like a snarl or anything before Kyogre just one shots you thanks to Water Spout. So mm. I I think that. As, like, a answer to Zacian that's also immune to fake out and intimidate from Incineroar, there's a lot of, there's a lot to like about, about Entei, but just not enough where I feel like it's super underrated. But I think it's something that people need to keep on their radar for where the format, I think, is going to develop, too. Yeah. Um, sticking with fire types, uh, this Pokemon is seeing a lot of play in Series 10 when we didn't have Dynamax, mm-hmm. and I think it's set for a comeback, uh, Volcarona. So, Volcarona's on this list as, like, the fun fire bug that we know. It's a very good check into opposing Zacian. Uh, unfortunately, you just get blown up by Kyogre, and sometimes Groudon. Uh, but the big thing is there's no Colossal running around to hurt your little your little moth sun moth here so very true uh that that's that was the big perpetrator of why volcarona kind of just fell off after we went back to dynamax um was just the the sheer number of colossal just running around just keeps it at bay and now that Colossal's kind of not really a thing anymore you still see it but it's not as prominent as it was um especially in rock coverage in general is not very popular right now um, Volcarona can definitely shine on the right teams. Um, I remember seeing it on one of these, like, I think it was one of Cybertron's teams he played. It had Volcarona and Blastoise on it, and it was super duper okay. cool. Um, you get to redirect any kind of grass move or electric move into your Blastoise into it instead, and kind of just like use it as a pivot and whatnot. Um, so it was it was really cool. Uh, and having that flame body ability to get a lucky burn on a Zacian, tank a behemoth blade or whatever. Just just the icing on the cake for it there. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, at number five, um, something that you actually kind of mentioned in a little bit there uh, is Lapras. And I, I think Lapras is really underutilized because screens are very good, as we've seen with uh, the the return of Grimmsnarl, I should say. Yeah, we get and, back. <laughs> Um, you know, bulky water types that are very resistant to Kyogre are also very good. Um, having something that can also take hits from, like, opposing Cali Shadows is good. Uh, being able to potentially change weather on, like, Groudon is good. There's there's a lot to really like about Lapras. The The biggest problem about it, though, is uh, there's th- the biggest checks to it that have always existed. Rillaboom and Regieleki. The, the fact that these two Pokemon still exist and are still very widely played makes Lapras way less appealing than it has been previously. Yeah. Uh, I am a big proponent of Lapras. I love it to death. Um, one of the issues I have with it right now is that you're not resistant to steel. So very you true. Still, you take neutral damage from Behemoth Blade, and the fact that you're wanting to max this Pokemon that has fairly low average defense 
um, means that Zacian can usually get you with a double up if you're not careful, and you're not usually fast enough to avoid that double up. Mm-hmm. So Lapras needs a ton of support, but on the right teams can easily take over. I agree. I I agree. Uh, moving in here at number four, we have something that you've definitely been working on quite a bit, and honestly, it feels like one Pokemon that you just always come back to at some point in every format. We have Alolan Marowak. So Alolo Marowak, or Alolowak, if we're just going to probably friendly call it here, uh, it's probably one of the best Zacian checks in the game right now. There not are... not only is it a extremely well, uh, like, Zacian counter, um, you also beat up on, like, the restricted Trick Room Pokemon as well. Yeah, you get to eat them alive for the most part. Um, one of the things I found with Alolan Marowak is you're fairly bulky, you don't have to put anything in your defense because your defense is naturally high. Uh, you don't have to invest all the way in attack because you have things like Thick Club to run on it to double your attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get to invest into your bulk fairly well. And like you can eat Astral Barrage from 252 uh, Tivid Calyrex Shadow. When you Dynamax, you can eat things like um, opposing like Max Quakes from Groudon. Or, like, Max Rock Balls from, like, Solgaleo. Uh, Max Quake from Calyrex Ice. And then you underspeed it in Trick Room so you can blow it up before it ever gets to touch you kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but where this thing shines is the fact that it's just, like, I'm going to eat every electric attack that you ever want to throw at me because I have Lightning Rod. I get to block Fighting-type attacks into my, like, Steel-types or into my Dark-types. I get to block... Uh, normal type attacks that would be a problem things like Reggie Gigas um, we get to block uh, pretty much any kind of fairy type move because we're resistant to fairy fire ghost is a very strong typing that mm-hmm. doesn't get to see a lot of play because it's on things like Chandelure <laughs> and <which> has... Typhlosion <laughs> we don't have that yet not in this gen true um, but fire ghost is a very strong typing just both offensively and defensively, you re- like like we said, you just check you wall Zacian so well. Um, you can eat Behemoth Blades. You're immune to Sacred Sword. You eat Play Rough. Uh, if they're running Wild Charge, you can't touch you there. Uh, if they're running Solar Blade, you eat that. Like the only things that they can hit you with are like if they're running Crunch or Dig, and those Which, are. Um, last time I checked, those are not played. <laughs> uh, Dig is like the only one I've seen a little bit usage of, and it's like. One percent is Aces, probably. I've literally didn't even know it had access to it. That's how little <laughs> I've ever seen it. <laughs> um, so Alola Marowak is probably just like this. It, it's the super underrated fire type. I think it's really, really strong. Um, you get access to like rock coverage, ground coverage, ghost coverage, ice coverage, electric coverage. Um, granted, most of those are all on the special side, but if you're getting lightning rod boosts, it don't matter. Um, mm-hmm. So. This, I think this Pokemon's super underrated. Um, very, very surprised that no one's really explored this thing, and I'm I'm gonna put it on the map. That's my goal. I'm at least gonna put it on the map somewhere. That's the that's the plan, right? Yep. So, uh, moving in at number three, this is another Pokemon that uh, you've been playing a lot with here lately. We have Blastoise. So this is probably I, I think Blastoise, even though Kyogre is so popular, is probably the best of the G Max starters right now. I agree. I think Venusaur is good. Um and 
uh, as we'll talk about here in a little bit, I think Charizard's kind of not great. And I, I honestly think that, you know, after after we played, um, we've had our first showdown of Series 12 this past, uh, actually yesterday, it, it would have gone up yesterday. Yeah. Uh, go check that out. You played uh, Blastoise Alola Whack, and it went uh, really well. You know, like <laughs> like you kind of talked about in that video, uh, Blastoise doesn't really need to worry about, like, one-shotting things. Your job with Blastoise is to just set up and do as much chip damage to everything as possible. Yeah. Um, like, Max Cannonade will hit most Pokemon, uh, because when the most popular water type is Kyogre, no one else wants to run a water type. Like... Gastrodon sees play because Kyogre sees play, but you can play around Gastrodon. When you see Gastrodon, you just never click Cadenade until it's taken care of. Um, but for things like Kyogre, Kyogre still takes a chunk from Cannonade. Mm-hmm. It still takes that decent that decent amount of chunk. Plus, you can change the weather on Kyogre, take all the hits that it wants to throw at you for the most part. If they're running Thunder, that's what Alola Whack on the team is for. Um, you could also run things like Raichu or something like that, some kind of lightning rod there if you're really worried about it. Um but Blastoise's job isn't to pick up KOs. Its job is to sit there, be a target, and start chipping away at your opponent via changing it to hail or doing max cannonade things. That's or, all it's supposed and, to do. In most games, both. <laughs> yeah. And then outside of Dynamax, you have Fake Out, Yawn, Helping Hand. Um, you have access to thing like weird coverage like Flash Cannon. Dark pulls. Uh, I was gonna say because uh, because you had uh, Mega Launcher in your Mega form, you had uh, you had uh, what's it called? Dark pulse and and uh, Flash Cannon. You don't get like Energy Ball or anything no. really weird, right? But we do get those. Terrain Pulse. Yes, Terrain Pulse is on there. That'd be. I I ran into uh, Terrain Pulse Xerneas, and now I'm just like, man, I want to play this on something. <laughs> That's, that seems spicy. Uh, my team's playing Rillaboom, so that might be some kind of cool coverage tech to have. It's just for, like, sure. Here, for sure. Here's my grass move, or here's was, my electric move. Who was ready move. for this one? Yeah. Um, so that's just something kind of cool. But yeah, Blastoise, um, I'm currently running a Life Orb set, and mm-hmm. I it's suboptimal at best. I think the best sets are like Wakan Barrier AV 100% of the time. I think I think AV is really good um, because then you do have access to those those coverage moves as well. You get uh, potentially like Dark Pulse to be able to check uh, Cali Shadow. Um, you can have access to if you really wanted something like that. You could have Terrain Pulse and then you're able to check uh, be able to check like Kyogre as well. I think that's actually something you should look into. Maybe. Um... If I got to pick one though, I would probably play Wakan so I can have access to Yawn. Mm-hmm. I think I think Yawn Protect, like Hydro Cane and Fake Out is a real good set. So the second one we kind of cheated. <laughs> second place is kind of a cheat. Um, <laughs> well, in in reality, I mean, you know, I think it's I think it's well deserved. Uh, at number two we have Weezing and Gigas. Because one one isn't nearly as good without the other, um, and we're so, talking about Gigas isn't nearly as good without Weezing, right? Correct. Okay. Weezing is fine, but it definitely uh, benefits a ton from having something really, really powerful, such as uh, Reggie Gigas to pair with it. Um, 
I think Weezing's actually better than fine. Weezing's really good on just like being able to turn off abilities. Like teams who are reliant on Prankster are you you just can't do that anymore. Uh you mm-hmm. get to lead like Weezing Zacian or Weezing Cali Shadow. Turn off your opponent's abilities as one gets to stay on and you can sweep through teams that way. Um mm-hmm. and so like it like like I said, it removes the prankster thing, it removes intimidate, it removes um dark aura as well. That's something you don't have to worry about anymore. So then your damage rolls become a little wonky for uh Yveltal. Um Weezy gets access to Will O Wisp, which is huge. You get access to Taunt, you get to hit fairy types with sludge bomb, you get access to like flamethrower and heat wave. Um Weezing definitely can shine in a format where Groudon isn't around every single corner. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and even just, even if it is really popular, you have access to like Shuka and just doing that. Yep. The uh, the downside is is everyone's running ground coverage for Zacian as well, so yep. almost every team will have some way to hit your Weezing super effectively. Um, Which is unfortunate, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Gigas Gigas is fine. Like it's a real good Dynamax target, and like we like you mentioned earlier with the Calyrex Shadow and Zacian teams, it's a real good pairing on there because you don't really want to max either of them, but you almost always want to max Regigigas, so you can usually get away at that kind of thing and just blow people up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to say about that one. It's just like wheezing. Wheezing's the highlight. Gigas is kind of just tagging along being pulled by its uh, <laughs> gigas gigas is just kind of there <laughs> yeah gigas is just like on wheezing's coattails going up the ladder here that's very true um and then to round out our our top five here in number one we have gastrodon this was this is kind of where we set the bar of what kind of like usage percent do we want this uh list to have and honestly, I think Gastrodon, I, I believe it's currently at like 7.8%. And I think that's really, really low for how good it is in this format. Definitely criminally uh, low for Gastrodon. Uh, Gastrodon Agreed. checks Zacian really well. It checks Kyogre really well. And Zacian and Kyogre are the two most popular restricteds. Uh, Regieleki can't touch you. Like, you just have to fear Rillaboom Venusaur. That's, that's the only thing you have to be scared of. You eat everything else outside of like lapras freeze dry mm-hmm. and lapras isn't played that much so you have to, don't have to worry about that um but definitely definitely think gastrodon is criminally underplayed much lower than it probably should be i think it probably should be at least 15 percent usage by now yeah I, I i honestly think that if gastrodon gets popular um you're just gonna see more rillabooms pop up which then uh, adds in like Serena as like a counterplay to all that. So yeah, we can see the cool the cool synergies there. Yeah, that'll be fun. I I think that uh, as it currently stands, the the format is Gastrodon's for the taking. Um, I I think that it is very good, and I think not nearly nearly enough people are playing it right now. Hard agree on that one. So uh, that rounds out our. Un, uh, our underrated non-restricted Pokemon. So that brings us to our last category here of our most overrated Pokemon in this format. I believe you have a uh, a honorable mention here for me. Oh yeah, so I'm going to get a lot of flack for this probably. I think Solgaleo is just hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I think this thing is terrible right now. 
Um, everything it wants to do, Zacian does better. And you don't have to Dynamax it. Yep. You don't have to invest in setting it up. There, you don't have to worry about your Veltal coming in and just Okoing you because you activated your policy and then it outspeeds you. Like, well, as a, as we learned, um, Dark Aura is really good at being able to deal with battle play and just one-shotting you. Yeah, like, uh, we did the calcs for it. Um, it was in, like... In the showdown. <laughs> 49% after you were at plus three to open yeah. you with foul play. It's insane. It should never be that way. Um, so, Solgaleo's on my list. is overrated. Um, this thing sits at what? Like... I believe... Like, I believe it's like... Five? Oh, I have it pulled up. It's 5.4. Which, honestly, isn't a lot, but when you look at Restricted and see what's there, it's like Zacian Crowned, uh, Kyogre, and then Calyrex Shadow, Yveltal Ground on Calyrex Ice. This thing's still in the top 10 of Restricted's being used. This thing shouldn't be there. I think Lunala is much better than Solgaleo and should be way above this thing. So then that leads to uh, my honorable mention. And as we kind of uh, talked about a little bit earlier, I think Charizard kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's putting it lightly. Kind of is a, is, a strong, is, a, is a strong word. I believe Charizard <laughs> right now is at 7% usage, 7.1. Yep. And I think that is insanely high. Um as a guy who has tried to play Charizard in a format with Reggie Eliki in it before, you just die. Yep. And, like, it, you just, it doesn't matter. Uh, Reggie Eliki is able to just deal with you. Kyogre is able to take away your weather and, like, take every hit from you ever while also one-shotting you. Mm -hmm. uh, Thunderous does not care. Yep. You're no, also no, no cares given. So, like, goodbye. Yep. Venusaur outspeeds you, puts you to sleep. Uh, Landorus is able to potentially take a hit if they're, like, Assault Vest, and then one-shot you back with Rock Slide. Like, you, you just don't do enough, man. The fact yeah. that people can deal with you without having to max is the big thing. Agreed. You you don't want to invest in enough bulk to make it worth it. Like, you could run Assault Vest Charizard, and I think that's probably the best set for it right now. Um, but you definitely struggle when Pokemon like Regieleki and Venusaur don't have to max to deal with you. Um, that leads us into our top five. So, at number five... Um, Another Pokemon something... we'll probably get a lot of flack for here. This one, <laughs> let me clarify, this is mostly Carl, but I slightly agree with him. Um, we have Amoongus. I think Amoongus can do a lot. I, I think Amoongus is very, very good. And I honestly think even at like, it's just under 18% usage. I don't think people are playing it correctly. I think in a format that has uh, this huge power ceiling to it, I feel like Amoongus just doesn't do enough for the spot that it's taking. And so you're going to need to rely on it to do... Uh, like, its item is really what takes Amoongus from, like, okay to good, I think. Um, the 65% of people who are playing Cobra Berry, I think, are wrong. Um, 
So the reason I have a Mo- I wanted Amoongus on this list is Amoongus is good when Trick Room is good. Mm-hmm. Because Amoongus underspeeds the Trick Room mods, the Trick Room restrictions. It underspeeds every single one of them. Calyrex Shadow, Lunala, you name it, it's going to underspeed it. So when they go to set up Trick Room, you get to just do your Amoongus thing, put them to sleep, the game's pretty much over. You get to stall out their Dynamax, do whatever. The format is too high-powered and too fast for Amoongus to safely do anything. Uh, Agreed. Um, I I think if you're playing Amoongus right now, you have to be Sash. And I I don't think there's any way around it. And then most of the time, you still just get blown up anyway. Mm -hmm. Because they they, they respect Amoongus enough to just spread damage, break your Sash, blow you up. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you're good in the Zacian because you get to take a Behemoth Blade. But, like, if the Zacian's running, like, Fire Fang or some other weird neutral hit move at plus one, I don't know if you survive that every time. Like, after a double up like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Zacian Yveltal being, like, one of our favorite pairings. Yveltal's really good into Amoongus, and that's why you run Koba, is so you don't eat max airstreams and get blown up. Um, so, um, I think, like, I think Amoongus is good i think there's a lot to say about where it needs to be in a format um and like if amoongus becomes that much better you're gonna see things like feeny rise up you're gonna see uh like lumberry become that much more popular you're gonna see safety goggles return as like a really popular item and that's saying something because like i think safety goggles already is still pretty good so um i'm i'm okay with where amoongus is i think it has a lot of room to grow, um, but as of now, I think it's pretty okay. I think Gastrodon um, is better than Amoongus. I agree with that. I, I will agree with that's that. That's kind of where this list started. Was like I like I think Gastrodon should be where Amoongus is at, and Amoongus should be where Gastrodon is at. With but the way the format is right now, that's not the world we live in currently, unfortunately. unfortunately. So. That means I think I'm ready to move on to number four. Yeah. Uh, number four, for some reason, this is being played still. Uh, we have Dragapult. Why? I, Why I, are I, we playing this? I don't get it, dude. You're not the fastest thing anymore. You're outsped by Cali Shadow. You get one shot. You're outsped by Zacian, which one shots you. You're outsped by Eliki, which just doesn't care about you. Like I have to see. I have to do some checks here. Um. I'm interested in how much, oh my goodness, Behemoth Blade eats us alive. Yep, not surprised, man. Genuinely not surprised. It's not a resisted hit. Why wouldn't it? Oh my goodness. There's no way we can really survive this without taking away a lot of our offensive pressure. Yeah, unless unless you're Sash and can Will-O-Wisp it, it doesn't matter. Or you're Scarf and you Will-O-Wisp it, and then, like, what are you doing with yourself? Yeah, and then you just have a, a scarfed on Will-O-Wisp Dragapult. Like, <laughs> fun fact, I, max HP for defense still gets O-code 100% of the time by Behemoth Good Blade. lord. Yep, just sit down. You're you're not worth it. You're not worth the, the spot investment. The fact that it's like, it hits you so hard without even having to worry about trying to hit a player off. Like, yep. You'd think player would be the problem. No, it's Behemoth Blade. Behemoth Blade's the problem. You can't max in front of this thing because it yep, just, you just hits get you one and shot. blows you up. 
not to mention Calyrex Shadow just sitting there looking at you funny. Yveltal sitting there waiting for you to do something with Sucker Punch. Like, what are you going to do? You, you can't play this thing safely without having to be like, oh, well, everything, I took care of everything else, and now Dragapult can come in. That's not what Dragapult's supposed to be doing. Yeah, for sure. It is not a late-game sweeper kind of Pokemon. It's a, It's supposed to be a hyper-offensive threat that also has utility elsewhere. But yeah. unfortunately, in this format, there's just better hyper-offensive threats. Hard to agree. So uh, that leads us to number three. Ferrothorn. You wanted this one on here. I think Ferrothorn's fine where it's at. You wanted Ferrothorn on this list. I think the number of people who are playing Ferrothorn haven't ran into enough Sacred Sword Zacians. <laughs> that is think, true. That may be I true. Think, I think they're missing uh I, I think they're missing out on like Zacian. Uh you don't really like seeing opposing Incineroars, which is also very popular. Uh, Kyogre is running Ice Beam, which also just kind of blows you up. Like, granted, not nearly as bad as something like uh, a Flare Blitz or a Sacred uh, Sacred Sword, but you still are going to be taking a chunk. The The walling potential of Ferrothorn is not what it used to be, and I think that's the biggest selling point of why I haven't even l- considered it for teams. So, max HP, 4 defense takes 83 to 98 percent from sacred sword (laughs) so you would have to invest a significant chunk into your defense to even make sure that just like almost a two-hit ko but carl it's okay i'm gonna set up an iron defense yeah yeah that totally is gonna work can you run that calc for me real quick i i already am it's the same okay cool (laughs) (laughs) um because Sacred Sword just ignores like all those defense boosts and whatnot, and uh, you, it's a super effective hit. Like the bulky Zacians can just walk up and just two shot you most of the time. Yeah, you just get bopped on the nose, and then it doesn't matter. Like you can't even three hit bulky Zacians at plus two. Yeah, uh, you, you you can you can three hit. You can't two hit. Uh, insane, insane. Just, whereas Sacred Sword just bops you. But you could eat a Behemoth Blade. You could definitely take Behemoth Blade. Sure. All day. Just eat them all day. Just pray they don't have Sacred Sword. Pray they have Playro. Or Close <laughs> Combat. People who are playing Close Combat, stop it. Get some help. <laughs> just just play Sacred Sword. It's So better. Close Combat is still a roll for 2 hit KO. <laughs> At plus 2. That's insane. Yep. Uh, what's number two? We have Seismitoad. Okay, so this this one's mine. I I think I want we I think we both wanted this one on this one, but I, I know agree. why yeah. this thing is being played and why it needs to stop. Okay, so, talk me through it. So Seismitoad, I already agree with you. Go ahead. Seismitoad is only seeing play because it is a Dynamax target on these teams. Mm-hmm. Seismitoad, it works a lot like Blastoise. It's not very good when it's not maxed. And it's not really picking up a ton of KOs, but what it does when it's maxed is just helps Kyogre. That's all its mm-hmm. job is, is just to max Airstream, max Quake, uh, hit opposing Kyogres if you're not carrying Thunder on yours, whatever. Um, and so you're really kind of just like pigeonholed into maxing this thing or not bringing it at all 
And yep. if you're not bringing it, then you got to bring something else. But this is taking a slot in your team. So it just kind of feels like dead weight most of the time, especially if you see Pokemon like Rillaboom. Like, yeah, if, your like opponent has if you see Rillaboom, you just type, can't bring it. Yeah. You can't bring it at all. Like, Venusaur, they have Ferrothorn, no. you can't bring it. Cartana, it doesn't. Nope. Yeah, just stop it. Yeah, just stop. Like, it's really good into the Pokemon teams running electric types on their team because things like Zapdos, Thunder, you can't really deal with you too much. On the flip side, you can't really deal with them either outside mm -hmm. of, like, max geysering them. But at least you're not getting, like, max lightnings to the face. Instead, your Kyogre is getting blown up. Yep. <laughs> it's it's just, it's not really worth it, in my opinion, to play Seismitoad in that slot. Play a Zapdos instead. If that's what you're really wanting to do to boost your Kyogre, play Zapdos. Play something that's not going to die to Rillaboom sitting across from you. Play something that's I going to agree. be able to maybe deal some extra damage and actually be useful outside of just clicking bounce as a max move all the time yep but carl you have max quake for zacian it's okay i it's like there's roles i think where you can pick it up i'm pretty but... sure there's a role for it to pick up on the uh, bulky ones i don't know on the bulky ones that's what i'm checking and say I'm bulky. I I'm not optimistic. Uh, if you that's modest. I need stomping tantrum and jolly. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. So you don't have to be jolly. You can be adamant. Okay. You're at 126 speed. You don't care about outspeeding Aleki. You only really care about outspeeding Cali Shadow. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? So you don't really have to worry about a Leckie doing anything. Like, you can just pivot your Kyogre out and max quake into a Leckie. Yep. And not, not a big deal. Um, so the bulky variants, um, it is a roll to Oko with Life Orb. Okay. I mean, moment. that's better let than me, I anticipated. Me... Okay, so if you are Life Orb, which most of them are, you can 100% pick up the KO. Okay. If you are not Life Orb, it is a roll. Hmm. Which, um, most of the time, you are Life Orb, but there's like AV Seismitoad, since you're running all four attacks anyway. You mm -hmm. can probably get away with that, too. Um, but definitely would recommend, if you're going to play this thing, play Life Orb, and have really good grass answers. Hmm. And that's, that's hard to do on a team with a bunch of water types. And, and no real way to play Zacian. fire. Like, and no real way to play fire because you set up rain. So, I think that brings us to our number one. This should be obvious, I feel like. We've, we've kind of <laughs> ragged on it a little bit earlier. And... But, like, anyone who knows me knows where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so... I cannot stand Colossal in this format. I just don't think it's good. Please... Please, please don't play it. It almost has 2% usage. It, that's 2% too many. Yeah, agree. I still think, I, I agree. That is 2% two, two, that is 2 too many. Um, so, Kyogre just eats this thing alive. Um, I You don't, you're not resisted hits to Behemoth Blade, so Zacian can be a problem sometimes. Yep. 
Uh, Zaysteen's Behemoth Blade, if you are no HP, no defense investment, does 69 to 82%. That's insane. Uh, fun fact, Sacred Sword being a super effective hit means it does 84 to 99. <laughs> so, what you can do, there's, there's a cool line here, is you can run... Like Whimsicott Zacian tailwind in front of the Colossal and then just bop it. Depending on what it tries to do. If it tries to max, you just Behemoth Blade into it because the Serp's going to put it in range to die. Mm -hmm. And if they don't max it, you can just Sacred Sword it and yep. bop it. Yep. I just I just don't think it's worth it. Um. The good news is, is if they don't respect your Colossal, Colossal gets to max flare and just blow you up but uh you have to do a lot to get to that point mm -hmm. and if there's like a kyogre sitting across from you you're just dead i wonder i wonder i wonder how much aqua jet from urshifu does in the rain <laughs> like uh, if I'm you see right, colossal like, if you bring Colossal, they just swap in Kyogre. How dead are you to your own attack? <laughs> uh, Aqua Jet does 48 to 57% in the rain. <laughs> just casually... Oh my god. Dude, just, that's insane. Just casually half your health. And this is why Colossal is not played anymore. Oh my gosh. Absurd. Absolutely absurd. Like, it's Max Vocalith is really, really good. There's, like, no rock types, so you're almost always getting chipped off on something. You just gotta survive some hits to get it off. <laughs> yep, and that's the biggest problem. Like, you, like, you either hit Vocalith and then die, or you try to hit Vocalith and die. <laughs> that, that's, there's no, like, heads up you win the game situation it's it's kind of there and then nope tails you lose <sighs> it's just that's just the sucky part about uh colossal and like the comments are going to be like oh but colossal won a tournament sure so yeah. did, like it, it was played by one of the guys who's been playing colossal forever forever yeah like, like it's the wild wild west that... still too like yeah, that anything doesn't mean can it's win. good. Anything can win right now if you play with it long enough. Yep. If you are more skilled than your opponent with the team you are playing, then obviously you are going to potentially do much better than they do. I I, I think this format is very skill dependent. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of luck and some team building skill involved, but player skill and reading your opponent and reading the situation is going to go a lot farther in this format than what we've seen in previous Dynamax formats, where your Dynamax can be easily stalled out because you have bulkier Pokemon, and you have screens again, just kind of just stalling that stuff out. Yep. I just, I don't, I don't think it's worth it. I haven't <laughs> been a fan of Colossal in a very, very long time, and I'm still not going to. I like that... it, but not in this format. Yep, that's just where I'm at. Well, that was fun. Top fives are fun. That was um, enjoyable. I'm ready for the comments to roast us. Yep, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to hear about how we're wrong on everything. Because here's the best part: I don't get notifications for the the 
the stuff you do. So I don't even get to see them. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's very seldom that I actually log into the account and actually read comments and stuff. Yep. Um, ready to talk about Tube of the Week before we get out of here? I am. Um, so, I need to pull that up. What did I play this week? Team of the Week is from Shadow Giraffe. It is yes. the yes, Kiram yes, yes. White Groudon team. Yes, it was very fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, so this team has got, uh, obviously we have Kieran White and Groudon, very, very powerful combo, uh, pairing alongside with those guys, we have Charizard, which you do not like, and mm. Venusaur, which is fine. Uh, mm. if you're going to play a Sun Abuser, I think Venusaur is probably your best option. Um, alongside with that stuff, we have an Incineroar with, uh, I think that's Shukaberry. Yes, it is in fact Shuka. And then Gastrodon with uh, an Ogloff Berry. Yes, one of my one of my big complaints about this team is we're very berry dependent in a format where unnerve is like an actual ability you need to be prepared for. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, I think Citrus Groudon is probably like the best item for it. Um, white you could herb. be you could be White Herb, but I just white don't think that's really worth life. it. I, I think I would rather have Citrus and Swords Dance than White Herb and whatever else, but... White Herb, you still run Swords Dance with White Herb. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Because, like, you still don't want to get double intimidated or whatever. Yeah. Um, If I remember correctly, like, Charizard was fine. Um, Venusaur, like, pulled its weight. Kyurem was really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I'm, granted, talking about, like, a week ago, so I'm trying to remember off of, like, what I played at the time. Um... Insane is really good. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? <laughs> um, I I think there's a game I Dynamaxed Incineroar with this team. I can't remember though. Um, I think there was, and a lot of the games I think you maxed uh, Gastrodon. I know there was a non-zero where I maxed Gastrodon, and it was really good. Um, which when looking at this team, you don't expect that. You think like no, oh, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna max Charizard. Or I'm gonna max Venusaur most of the time. And I don't think you maxed the Venusaur once, but you maxed the Charizard one game and then got proceeded to blow up. Yep. <laughs> because Regieleki's a Pokemon. Yep. Who knew? Um, <laughs> uh, would you make any changes? Oh, man. I, I really want to just cut Charizard, but I don't know for what. Alecky. Like, I think that's a consideration. You, gotta, um, you just have a second way to beat Kyogre. That's very or, true. Or technically third. Fourth. I don't know. However, as many ways, having as many ways to beat Kyogre can never be a bad thing. And like, as weird as it sounds, you still kind of get bodied by Zashin on this team, ignoring the fact that everything on your team can hit Zashin super effectively. You still just kind of get bodied by it a ton. That's bad. When everything has a move for Zashin and it still doesn't help. That yep. is that is not a good thing. Yep, but you know it is what it is. Um, I think the the Zashin Kyogre matchup is really really difficult. Um, it takes a lot of really good skill to pilot it, and I don't know. I just it's not for me. Uh, if you want to play this team, rental code is on screen. Uh, it will be uh, on our it's on our Discord too. If you want to come check that out, <laughs> and find it there. Um, if I remember to post it in the show notes, I will. If not, it gives you an excuse to come watch the YouTube video to find it. For sure. And that'll be that'll be out Wednesday, right? It's not it's not last week's. 
or is it last week's? No, no. Uh, that was last week's. This is we always do it after you've played it. Yes. Because if we talk about it before you play it, no one's gonna watch the laughing video. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I I don't know, man. Leave me alone. Okay. You're ready I've been, to get out of here. I've, I've been out in the snow today. Leave me alone. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm I'm ready to get out of here. I don't know about you. I, I think I'm right there behind you. I haven't eaten today, and I would really like to go do that. So I gotta go um, cook dinner still. Yeah. Yeah. Same. same. That's literally what I'm gonna do as soon as we clock off. So, um, as always, everyone, thank you so much for watching. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button, ring the bell for notifications when new stuff goes live, and uh, comment down below talking about all of our lists and what you would change about them and what you think is good and what's not and everything else. Uh, if you're not listening on YouTube, what are you doing? Go do that. Also, thank you so much for listening on Spotify. Go leave us a five-star review there. <laughs> yeah, got to plug that. Um, I don't know if there's a like system on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, but you can do it there too. That'd be great. I know I know you can leave reviews on Apple. Um, I use Google, and there's nothing like that on Google. There's just like well downloads done. and uh, like downloads are the big thing. Um, because I, if I remember correctly, based on how anchor works, I think plays and downloads are two different things. And for Google, it tracks downloads, not plays, which okay. is weird. I don't know. Ah. Um, uh, anchor is weird right now because we have the video podcasts up on anchor, which go through Spotify. So if you're watching on Spotify, you might actually be watching the video at the same time. Very true. Very true. Uh, really glad to be a part of that as well. So, mm -hmm. Um, if you're not already, go and follow us on Twitter at LR Lessons, myself at Mr. Missouri25, Carl's at MusicalVGC. You can come follow Carl and myself on Twitch as well. Uh, I am at Mr. Missouri25, and Carl is at Musical there. And if you really like it, you know, drop us, drop us a sub. It really does help us out. You can also always support us on Anchor as well for as little as 20 or 25 cents an episode. Um, it, you know, just helps keep the lights on, pays for everything that we have going on in the background and everything else. And then, of course, if you really like the show and you want to go above and beyond, uh, check out the website. Go down to the merch page and uh, get yourself a fancy T-shirt or a beanie or anything else we got going on. So Beanies are great. I'm still waiting on mine to get here. I think it's supposed to be here sometime after this episode will go up. So, unfortunately, I'm still wearing my Unis Honest beanie. Hopefully, next <laughs> week we'll have my LRL beanie to wear eventually right slowly yeah. but surely but i mean it's coming uh, from kentucky how far away can that be dude you say that my uh <laughs> it's my everdrive go... <laughs> my everdrive finally came in it was coming from ukraine <laughs> oh goodness you're lucky you got here at all then huh very like in all actuality i have that's basically what my free time the last few days has been is getting that set up and and played and everything else and it's been it's been great uh, being able to play ROM hacks on actual hardware is really weird. <laughs> I want to get one for the big fat Game Boy, so just so I can do the same thing for just like Game Boy games, because I'm not yeah, really it... interested in playing like all the advanced games or whatnot. Because I have the <laughs> GameCube for that, but like I just want to like play Red <laughs> or Blue, like and not have to like pack a million games with me for it. There's, it's really weird. Uh, from my understanding, the uh, the emulation that it uses for uh, for those versus like the the Game Boy cartridge versus the Game Boy Advance cartridge, uh, from my understanding, it runs better on the Game Boy cartridge itself because you're not having to use an emulator to emulate the game. Yeah. 
it's just like loading the ROM and running it on official hardware. Yeah. Whereas here it's like, okay, I had to have the emulator to be able to play it, to be able to access this appropriately. But like, I believe you also lose out on like a lot of the actual functionality as well, because I can play like NES games. I can play master system games on here. So I can play like Sonic, which is really cool. But that's what the Switch um, is for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but why do that when I can fit this in my pocket, you know? So I, I will confirm to you right now. I can fit my, fit my Switch in my pocket. I'm not going to attempt to. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm excited. This is probably going to go... I'm going to probably put this in my car now that I have a USB charger for my SP and play it during my breaks at work. So <laughs> well, There you go. So... Uh, I think I've rambled on here enough. I, yep. I think it's about time we get out of here for the night. So uh, thank you all so much for watching. And we'll talk to you, uh, let's see, Wednesday with some laddering and Friday with a deep dive. And we will see you all then. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.